This is Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm Tyler, and today's article comes from the Bigger Pockets blog. Every day, I read a new article exploring a different aspect of real estate investing. If you consider yourself a multitasker, this is the perfect show for you. We know you've heard it before. Cash flow is getting very hard to find. There's always long-distance investing, but you may be thinking, I don't have a team, enough experience, or the market knowledge to get in. That's where you're wrong, and it's also where Rent to Retirement comes in. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest out of state with confidence. They've got single family, multifamily, new build, and syndication opportunities across multiple markets. They even have bird deals with immediate equity. Rent to Retirement helps investors learn how to build a bulletproof business plan with the best investment and tax strategies around to help you reach financial freedom through real estate. There's no excuse not to get started in real estate investing when you have the right team and systems already in place. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. Should you convert your rental property into an Airbnb? Six Factors to Consider by Ryan Williams Many investors have watched short-term rental, STR, investing from the sidelines. They've heard the success stories. And no, there are high returns to be made, but often come back to some form of the following questions. Is it worth the risks? Is it worth the hassle to set up and operate an STR? How much more money would I actually make? So I've put together six categories to help you understand if short-term rentals are a good strategy for you and your investing goals. I'll elaborate on each of these categories for you to understand whether or not you meet the criteria. If you and your property check the box on four or more categories, I'd suggest that you strongly consider converting your short- or long-term rental into an STR.
Number one, laws and regulations. To even get started on the short-term rental path, you need to check this box if it's illegal to operate your property as a short-term rental. Yeah, I wouldn't advise that you try. If you are unsure if your property can be used as an STR, you'll need to confirm the rules and regulations for your property's municipality. First, try checking your city or county website. Generally, you can find the short-term rental information on the planning and zoning page. If that's a dead end, find a search bar and look up short-term rentals, Airbnb, or Verbo. Some cities have whole pages dedicated to STRs. Others simply link to an ordinance that governs STRs, while many cities and counties still have no information at all. By the way, if there isn't any information, that doesn't mean there aren't regulations. Try giving the city zoning and planning department a phone call to ask if there are rules, and they can direct you to the right source. If there are laws in the books, ensure your property meets the qualifications and that it would still be profitable after meeting said requirements. Many cities have adopted laws requiring an STR to be a primary residence, which rules out renting it as a pure investment property. <laughs> some municipalities limit the number of days you can rent out the property in the short term. For example, some cities only allow 30 days per year to rent out a short-term property. Obviously, that's not going to be profitable. If there aren't any regulations, it usually means you can operate a short-term rental. But just as a word of caution... That can change, like tomorrow. So if an area sees an increase in STR operations, cities may adopt laws that can bring an end to profitable short-term rentals. Thanks, government. If your city allows you to operate your investment property as a short-term rental, you have checked the first box. Congrats. Category number two, risk tolerance. You ever spoken with a financial advisor? At some point, they'll ask, On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say your tolerance for risk is? I guess financial advisors talk like that. I don't know. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> what are you supposed to say? Oh, heck yeah! I love risk. The more risk, the better. Bring it on! But you don't want to sound like a wimp either. You're brave, right? You know that the potential for higher returns grows with riskier investments? I would say I'm a four to six in risk tolerance, you respond. I think you would be a great fit for our moderately aggressive index fund, replies the advisor, emphasizing the word aggressive to stroke your ego a little bit. I'm going on this goofy tangent to demonstrate that it's hard to quantify risk tolerance. <laughs> we know that there is risk in every investment especially in real estate. We also know that investments with a greater upside generally have more risks associated with them. So if you consider your first STR investment, there is uncertainty simply because you're new to it. When investors are considering short-term rentals, they mostly think about two primary risks. One, potential damage to the property and financial instability. Damage risks. Let's get into this for a second. So, hotly debated. Many investors, including myself, don't assume increased risk and in property damage for a short-term rental versus a long-term investment property. A long-term tenant can accidentally burn your house down just as easily as a short-term guest. <laughs> in fact, you actually have more control over the guest's stay in a short-term rental, and if they are causing problems, you have much more authority to deny access and less red tape than you would for a long-term eviction process. Sure, 
There are horror stories, as with, like, you know, everything in life. I've had several guests smoke in the house, even though there are no smoking signs posted everywhere. People may get rowdy and have a damaging party. Guests will enjoy the hot tub. A little too much. Appliances and dishes might break. Yet, the same things can also occur in long-term rentals. When you first thought about real estate investing, you probably had multiple people tell you that tenants don't take care of their homes or something of that nature. While there are risks, STRs have several benefits to counteract those fears. You can put strict screening standards for potential guests, such as age minimums, valid IDs, and group limits. You can even restrict guests who have been reviewed poorly by other hosts from viewing your property at all. Additionally, your property will be cleaned regularly and inspected after each checkout to address potential problems. Now let's talk about the financial risks. Of course, there are financial risks to also consider. Your short-term rental might not get enough bookings, and your occupancy rate is just off target. Your daily rate projection could just be off. However, there is also the possibility that you could double, triple, or quadruple your returns by switching your long-term rental into a short-term rental. As with any long-term investment, you must have confidence that your numbers and projections make sense. Rely on your market knowledge or experts with experience in STRs and take calculated risks that are highly likely to achieve your long-term goals. Of course, if you already have a successful long-term rental, you know you can mitigate the risk further by returning to that model if your short-term rental venture doesn't pan out. Most of us who have found our way into real estate investing is willing to take on some temporary pain and risks just to achieve our goals. But as I've tried to demonstrate, there isn't substantially more risk in STRs than any other real estate investment. Check the risk tolerance box if you're willing to make the leap with a short-term rental. Category number three, net operating income. Ooh, I love this one. In almost all cases, a rental will make more income per month if converted to a short-term model. That being said, income alone isn't a helpful performance indicator because there are several additional expenses associated with a short-term rental compared to a traditional rental. The owner now pays all expenses that are usually passed on to a long-term tenant. In your operating expenses, you must account for taxes, insurance, maintenance, supplies, inventory, power, electricity, gas, oh my, water, internet, landscaping, features unique to your property like pool or hot tub maintenance, pest control and security, and of course, management fees if you don't plan to manage yourself. In light of this, net operating income, NOI, is a much better performance indicator than income alone because it accounts for the property's income after operating expenses. Gross monthly income minus operating expenses equals net operating income. If your property stands to make a considerable increase in NOI, you should strongly consider converting to an STR. If your property wouldn't increase or if it's a trivial increase, converting to an STR may not be worth the effort required. I do analyses on long-term rental conversions for my short-term rental management business, and nearly every day, I see multiple properties here in Denver metro area that would increase NOI by 50 to 100%. I've even seen over 200% increases. 
BiggerPockets features a calculator with Air DNA that projects income and NOI. I strongly recommend taking a look at it. There isn't a magic percentage that determines if you should switch to STR. However, if you would make at least 20% more NOI with a short-term rental, you should explore the option more seriously. And as I mentioned earlier, I often see 50 to 100% increases almost every time I run the numbers. If this is the case for you, I strongly suggest you consider STR conversion and increase your revenue. Check the box if your property is positioned to increase NOI enough to pique your interest. Category number four, cash flow. Are you looking to make more cash flow from your rental investments? With rising interest rates and the rapid appreciation we've seen over the last few years, cash flow isn't as easy to come by as it has been in the past. This trend even led bigger pockets to produce a recent podcast episode entitled, Cash Flow is Starting to Disappear. Is it even worth chasing? You can find that on the other podcast channels. For those looking for financial freedom via real estate, cash flow is key to success. Your current property might be breaking even. While this is a great long-term play with a projection of increased rents and appreciation, it's not impacting your life today. Your property may only cash flow a minuscule amount, say a couple hundred bucks a month, which covers maintenance costs for the year. Your property cash flows well, but you may want to change your lifestyle or maybe even increase your capital soon. If cash flow is one of the biggest priorities, STRs need to be a tool in your belt. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, I run analyses frequently, and the properties that stand to make substantial gains in NOI also see significant cash flow increases. So I figured up an income projection I made for a four-bedroom, two-bath home just outside of Denver listed to rent at $3,200 per month as a long-term rental. The property is positioned to make 122% more cash flow after furniture is paid off, which equates to $1,673 more cash in the owner's pocket every month. Bam! This projection also includes management fees in the operating expenses. <laughs> That's certainly nothing to scoff at. When you stand to gain $500 to 1000 bucks or more monthly, that is serious money for those hoping real estate can dramatically change their life in the near future. If switching to an STR significantly increases your cash flow, check the box, my friend. Category number five, time. The following two categories, time and management, go hand in hand. Either one or both must be checked for an STR to be a good decision for you. Do you have the time to set up and manage an STR? There will be a learning curve. You must furnish the property, you must learn the ins and outs of setting up and listing an STR on platforms like Airbnb or Verbo. Short-term renting is a hospitality service, so you must promptly and thoughtfully communicate with guests. The guest calendar and cleanings must be accounted for at all times. There are many ways to automate your STR using channel managers such as Guesty, HostAway, Logify, cleaners and calendar automation like Turnover BNB, and to set up auto messaging within those platforms. Managing an STR while working a full-time job is possible, but it isn't always easy. So be honest with yourself and know if you're up for the challenge of taking on the extra work required to manage a short-term rental well. If you have the time and you're willing to take on the challenge, check the box 
All right, and last but not least, number six, management. If you don't think you have the time, that doesn't rule out STRs for you. Like any other investment property, you do have the option to hire a property manager. They are not simply collecting rent and solving tenant problems like a traditional property manager. Short-term rental managers do everything on your behalf. Check this out, including set up, furnish, and onboard your property, manage online presence and pricing optimization, interact with inquiries and any guest relations, schedule cleaners, landscaping, and any maintenance needs, ensure supplies and inventory are fully stocked and accounted for, manage finances, including payments, invoices, and reports. Because short-term rental managers have more ongoing responsibilities than traditional property managers, they generally charge more. The industry standard for STR management is 15 to 30% of your gross income. Run the numbers and make sure that a management fee wouldn't compromise your financial goals. Moreover, the availability of managers and vendors you know and trust is critical to the success of your STR. If you own a property in a market where you don't have a lot of connections, be prepared for trial and error, finding reliable cleaners, maintenance technicians, or managers. Networking and having the right team to manage on your behalf is a must before you launch an STR. If you have access to good management and vendors and your financial goals can still be met with management, check the box. Make a decision. Okay. How many boxes did you check? Remember, the laws and regulations category must be checked. If it's not legal, you should not convert to a short-term rental. After that, either the time or management categories must be checked. If you've checked four or more boxes, I would highly recommend that you consider converting your rental to an STR. If you have only maybe three or fewer boxes checked, an STR might not be the right decision for you. And that's okay. There are many ways to win in real estate, and short-term rentals are just one of them. So, what'd you think? Do you have a question about real estate investing? Visit biggerpockets.com slash forums today to ask our more than 1.8 million members for some help. I'll see you right back here tomorrow.